Hello? Hello? Is this thing on? Some drivers are treating school zones like racetracks. They get you into the zone. Ten votes. That means the no-fly zone is approved. The Blackman Zone is pretty much one of my favorite places to go. The whistle your strikes are on both sides. You just sort of like drop into another zone. You just cross over into the Twilight Zone. You get in your zone. Get in that zone. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I am your co-host, Albert Bainbridge the fourth. I'm here with my other co-host, Matthew Fisher. This is The Zone, episode numero quattro, which is number four for our English-speaking uh, uh, followers. We are here to break down all things sports-wise. And, I mean, Matt, what did you want to get into first? You said you had a... Oh, you, we're you had get right into of, it? Yeah, right. you said you had a little bit of a surprise let's, for me first. Usually we start right with the... Yeah, let's get right into it. So, action, but... So recently... Uh, so on the first three episodes, I guess, you know, we kind of dove right into the NBA playoffs. You know, that's what was going on when we decided to sit down and start recording this podcast. Um, but so what was this, Thursday, May 23rd? Yeah, so Thursday, yes, that was news yesterday. broke uh, Chris Long of the Philadelphia Eagles yeah, admits to smoking marijuana, calls mm-hmm. NFL drug testing plan kind of silly, mm-hmm. where Chris Long goes into a little bit more detail where he says, I'm not a dry snitch. I'm not going to put a percentage on how much the league smokes, but I certainly enjoyed my fair share on a regular basis throughout my career. So he's talking about marijuana right now. I don't know if we know if he was doing it for recreational use or for medicinal use, but what we do know is if these players are actively being drug tested, then they're smoking more weed than we think. Right, oh, right? no doubt. So that kind of kind of shows all right they're either one really terrible at drug testing right or two it's kind of fixed where mm-hmm. the athletes are saying hey you got a drug test or the coaches or the team or whoever mm-hmm. is saying hey look you got a drug test coming up you don't smoke yeah figure something out or whatever or where they're just kind of brushing stuff under the rug because it's i, I just find it difficult that um so many players are are smoking weed for mm-hmm. whatever use may be because it's still illegal in the NFL um, whatever the use may be I find it crazy that there's so many guys doing it and nobody's getting caught like right well I think that's the thing I mean I think the testing is set up in such a way where like you know it starts right at the the beginning of the new league year so like you know when it starts so like you, you know as long as you don't smoke it within that time frame i mean basically you're set and if you do then you're kind of screwed unless you can somehow somehow like you know finagle your way out of it so so I he mean, also says that uh, or he goes on to say that long also pointed out the ineffectiveness of the league's testing policy for mm-hmm. recreational drugs which includes marijuana he said players are tested only once a year yeah, between right in late the, April and early August. Yeah. So that's that's be- yeah, they're before te- the season even yeah, starts. Tested, well, the new league year, technically, it says every year on April 20th, the NFL officially begins testing for the okay. new season. So, so it's so right around that exactly. time. Exactly. So one right day they, they know time. it's coming. Yeah, so they know exactly when to do it. So they know, you know, a couple weeks, a month beforehand, they're like, all right, well, I can't have any of this in my system. Otherwise, I'm going to be banned for eight, you know, 12 games in a season. I, my thing is what I don't understand, and you know I'm just giving one man's opinion here. Mm-hmm. Alcohol is legal, right? Right, and cigarettes are legal, and all these other things are legal for people to do, but marijuana is not. When you know some states are making it legal, some say there's benefits. So I, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a scientist. I don't know the um, the pros and cons to this but i do know that people do it for pain management yeah which i and think a lot of players in the nfl what's do. crazy to me is the nfl has there's a ridiculous amount of injuries from small to large mm-hmm. crazy amounts wouldn't it benefit the nfl to say use marijuana to treat your injury so you can come back to play football so you can make us more you, money. You would think. You would think that would make the most logical sense, but it. That's, reality, what, the, that's, that's not, what doesn't make sense to me. In the reality, that's not how it works. This, I mean, it doesn't help that Goodell's an idiot, but. Well, I mean, that's a different topic for a different day, but I mean, yeah. You mean, you know, you would think this would, you know, benefit players more in the long run than, you know, 
how many who knows how many painkillers or something or you know whatever they're taking exactly would exactly. be a much better because if you get surgery yeah. they're prescribing you what God morphine knows, yeah, and God knows how many painkillers exactly so somebody gets who gets surgery they're taking that so mm-hmm. why is it so different for somebody who just came off surgery to take Percocet or whatever it is as opposed to smoking marijuana. I don't get it. Yeah, I, no, I just I, I don't get it, it personally. It doesn't make sense. A lot of players, not even just Chris Long, a lot of players throughout you know the history of the league, especially more recently, have spoken out how uh, medical marijuana can you know help players who are coming off surgeries or you know are going through something maybe um, mentally that maybe this would help them instead of oh, taking that so many. Mentally more. is a huge yeah, exactly, topic exactly, of conversation exactly. because these guys with I mean CTE and everything oh, that's going on now. Yeah. Like, wouldn't you want? I don't know if it's a thing where you don't want bad press or you really don't care about your players Mm -hmm. or what's going on here that the NFL is still saying, look, marijuana has been either legalized in some way, shape, or form in 33 states in the United States of America. 33 out of 50 in the United States of America, it's been legalized in some form, whether medicinal, recreational, what have you. 33 states and only 17 not legalized in some form. But the NFL is still saying, nope, on banned substance, we don't want it. See, I think it would be interesting to find out which states have it legalized and which states don't and see which um, teams, which states have NFL teams in those states. Because maybe, I think maybe they're just waiting for all those states that have NFL teams to legalize it. So then maybe they can do something about it. But you would think they want to benefit their players. But then again, you know, that's how the NFL operate. Yeah, that's how the NFL works. Which I guess is understandable. But at the same time, so can you tell me, is, is it the THC that is illegal in the NFL or CBD oil illegal in the NFL? Do we know that? I see. I don't know. I'm not Let's entirely sure about that. But so, give me your give me your opinion on that. Is would you say because we have a friend that's been using CBD for, right, anxiety, yeah, for, for anxiety and all types which, of stuff? Which you know, which of course NFL players, I'm sure, have some. So is it is like, CBD legal? So what what would your opinion, Bert, be if it, if there was no THC involved? Do you think the NFL should allow that? I mean, I think it should allow it if it helps these guys out who are coming off serious injuries or mental health, you know, for mental health reasons. Which will what if they're not coming off serious injuries or mental health? What if what if it's just what if they just want to if they just want to smoke yeah if they for just want to smoke or if, for stress reasons then why not? I mean they're. They're basically the puppets of this operation, you know. The NFL are the puppet masters, you know. They're they're the ones going out on Sundays and you know go having head head on collisions, you know, almost every play for you know linemen and dude. Humans were not backs. meant to run full speed at each other. Each other. Exactly. So as of February fourth, twenty nineteen, so only a couple months ago, a couple months CBD ago. oil still remains on the NFL's banned substance list. Right. Okay. So despite a, the 2018 Farm Bill removing hemp from its classification as a contro- controlled substance okay. under federal law. Yeah. So okay. So and so the most well-known professional sports. So the NBA, MLB, and NHL have also not removed CBD from so the banned not, substance list, although some are further along than others in the explore exploratory process of doing so. So it's all four major sports in the U.S. It's not yeah. just the NFL. So now now I'm super curious about other sports, especially yeah, well, like something like soccer that's international. Mm-hmm. Do they uh, allow marijuana? I especially would wonder about something too like hockey because those guys are having head on Canada, yeah. What's, yeah, what's Canada, Canada like? In Canada, Russia, so you know, I would wonder. weed... I would wonder what those legal. scenarios would be like, but I mean, I think overall, I mean, I think just legalizing it would help out the players. I, th- I mean, but like, also, don't you think that it would increase NFL revenue? I, I think I'm, I'm sure the NFL could make it, you know, in some way, make it related to revenue where I mean, they would right, be making but, money. So off let's of just it. let's just pretend for a second, for one second, that marijuana was legal in 50 states, okay, for recreational use, right? Hypothetical may happen in our lifetime, may not, we don't know. I mean, I think, I think. In I mean, my I think opinion, in our lifetime, more probably likely will. than not. But let's yeah. just let's put a hypothetical out there. Let's say even in the thirty-three states. Let's. I mean, we could even cut it down and say twenty. Let's like round down to states. twenty-five states. Yeah, half the states. That where uh, marijuana is legal in twenty-five states for recreational use. Now, hear me out here. Mm-hmm. How many people are going to a bar on Sunday or Monday to watch a football game? How many people are enjoying beer to watch? In the NFL oh, games, thousand, millions, yeah, thousands, upon millions, thousands, right? Yeah. Now think about a bar where you can open up. Maybe not bar might not be the right word, but a lounge well, yeah. where, like a hookah lounge, like a similar. I was just about to say similar. Where like you could lounge. smoke and watch the NFL, sponsored mm-hmm. by the NFL. You could add sponsors. Yeah. 
what is stopping the NFL from making marijuana taking marijuana off the I think my list. my best guess would probably just be that it's just not legal in every state. I'm I'm assuming cuz I don't know why else they wouldn't? So I mean, it just seems like so much of a benefit to not only its players, but like you mentioned, like the league and it's for its revenue. Like I feel like they could, you know, make some value off this. But that's what I'm saying. They like if it's a money issue or a reputation issue, I think your reputation and your revenue goes up. Mm-hmm. Personally, so this the the article I'm looking at right here. It says FIFA World Cup players, so soccer, allowed to use CBD under new world anti-doping agency rule. Okay. So what I'm taking by this is that, I mean, FIFA is the World Cup, right? But So marijuana is also classified as an illegal drug, and any soccer player who tests positive for it at the 2018 World Cup will be banned. However, this won't be the case for CBD users, as the cannabis compound was taken off the banned substance list by the World Anti-Doping Agency. Okay. So CBD is fine, which even if, like... I mean, if you want to use, like, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't know the the many differences between just CBD and the the THC, the marijuana. Right. Yeah. What? The um, but I can't imagine that there's that many harmful things in CBD that is saying like there and there's science behind it and other places. Are, so what is that? My question is, what do you think is stopping? the NFL from allowing even CBD. I think it's partly because, like I said, like I've been saying, like it's maybe it's because it's not legal in every state, but also maybe, I think it's also part the reputation too. They don't want to have, you know, especially like, I don't know if you heard recently, there was um, Matt Barnes who was a former uh, NBA player. Yeah, former yeah, NBA yeah. player who came out. I he's think, the, he's he, the, um, the famous shoved no, the ball in Kobe's yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kobe didn't, yeah, Kobe didn't flinch. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great, sorry. Great sorry, sorry. But yeah, um, he came out earlier this week or last week, and I can't remember if it was on a podcast or if it was on ESPN. I think he might have been on the Jump uh, show on ESPN or okay. or uh, Gilbert Arenas's podcast. He was on somewhere, Gilbert and, Arenas's podcast. and he was um, saying like how he would just routinely smoke before games, or he would show up um, to practice or even early early ga- like the shoot arounds yeah. on day of games, and he would you yeah. know just smoke beforehand and it'd be totally fine, and he'd do it with other players, and they you know they wouldn't get caught. Well, remember. Uh, I think, was it 2016? 2016 were the, I think this was it, Cleveland, it was LeBron, LeBron was back on Cleveland. Okay. And they were blowing the crap out of the Knicks. Yeah. And they were, Kyrie, Richard Jefferson, LeBron, they were flipping a bottle on the sideline, you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And somebody tweeted out, like, that, or like, I think it was a fan, said, like, that's the most disrespectful thing you can do on the sideline, blah, blah, and then Richard Jefferson tweeted... No, the most disrespectful thing is the way we partied the night before, oh, knowing that no would still way. be the score. Wow! Yeah, that's, so I didn't know about that. That's so hilarious. these dudes are still and yeah, and I, I don't think I'm gonna get in trouble for this one, but I know a a guy that um, I've met through, I'll say jobs. I met through jobs. That sounds okay. super sketchy. Um, just I, just a hair, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, he got a job as a security guard for an NBA team. Okay. And he said the very night that this was December, okay. December was like his first because like pretty early in the season. Yeah, it's like a month and or two. Yeah. His first night on the job, a point guard said, "All right, come on, let's go. You're rolling with me tonight." They were at a strip club till four thirty in the morning. He said he had to carry this dude out of the bar, and the things that went on in that bar would shock you. Really? So. These dudes are, and going back to what we kind of said earlier, these dudes are doing things and getting away with them yeah. that either the the NBA, the NFL, the your league is not doing a good job of testing, mm-hmm. or you don't care enough. Yeah. So maybe you're just putting on a face where it's like, yeah, we're testing for drugs, blah blah. blah. But in reality, you're not. You don't care, mm-hmm. and you're just trying to save face, or your policies are garbage. I think and your processes are garbage. It could be a little mixture of both, especially with the NFL, when you know like the testing's only coming around this. You know, it's between this t- this month and this month. You know, there's a short span that it's happening. But that that's crazy. Is the uh, is the player and the team going to remain remain uh, nameless, or do you know? It's going to remain nameless. Okay, okay, cool. um, just okay, because yeah, the sure. last thing we need to do, yeah, is, like, yeah. starting as a. <laughs> 
have a knock starting on the out podcast <laughs> is calling out an NBA player. Who, have a knock on the door. Oh yeah, dude. Or like betray like my boys' trust. No, 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 no. I completely get like, hundred percent. But I, I, I still think the league will have it probably. I, I disagree. I mean, oh yeah, sorry. Sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think it will happen. Sooner. I hope so, man. I mean. Granted, Just for like, these players' sake, especially I still with all think the it CTA. needs to be monitored. I'm not saying it doesn't need to be monitored. Yeah, like I'm because not saying, it does. Like, like I'm, things like Josh Gordon, they can't happen. Yeah, like, like I'm not saying you're going to rip a joint like in oh, 15 yeah, minutes should, before a game, the, like on the sideline, yeah. smoking like like what are they like they want a cigarette like just with the dude. Joint? You ever see no. um, the movie The Replacements? Oh, of course. The with dude the kicker. smoking cigs like as he's about to kick a field goal. He steps it out. One of the all-time great. Don't get me wrong, that's a terrible movie to get an example from. But, but that is an all-time phenomenal movie. movie. You know, let's go, let's let's play let's play a game right here. Favorite sports movies. Pick one from each sport that you know. Favorite sports movie. I mean, okay. the replacements is up there for me. Replacements is definitely up there. I mean, uh, how can you leave out Remember the Titans? Remember the like, Titans. Like I could I quote Remember the Titans line for line. Uh, really? Because I, I mean, I think the longest yard is just funny. Uh, I don't know which one, the original or the Adam Sandler one. Uh, see, I didn't. Ever, I mean, I'm, you never saw the original you know, longest yard, dude. Original. You're killing me. Oh. Kill me, but um, Burt Reynolds, come on, man. Reynolds, um, but no, that, that one's that. it's more fun. I don't know how good it is compared to like just like funny lines and like how funny it is. Like, like remember the Titans and replacements are just good football movies, but okay. like the longest yard is just funny with Adam Sandler and Chris Rock. Yeah. But um, right. other NFL movies, I'm trying to think. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, baseball, definitely, baseball is definitely like Field of Dreams. That Field of Dreams is great. Dreams. Actually, you know, my favorite baseball movie, what I'll give you two guesses. I'll give you three. I'll give you three guesses. Is it uh, Bull Durham? It's not. It's not Bull Durham. Nope. Uh, is it A League of Their Own? Nope. Oh, that's a great one. That's up there for me with Tom Hanks. I'll give you one more. Um, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of the... I'm trying to think of the movie for it. Um, uh, I'll, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. And okay, for all yeah. you listeners out there, you can you can see if you can guess this one too. The, I guess we'll say the, the, the lead in the movie... Played Robin in The Dark Knight. Was The Dark Knight the last one? What, Batman? The, yeah. The one, I guess, with Bane. Um, played Robin. So- he played Robin in the last Dark Knight movie, or the last Batman movie before, with Christian Bale. Well, I could tell you that helps me out literally zero percent. I'll just tell you who just, he is. Just right, if, you know, if you knew the answer to that question, good for you. Um, the correct answer would be Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Just really? Joseph Gordon-Levitt. What football movie? I don't even know. Baseball. Oh, base- baseball. What baseball Joseph Gordon-Levitt. And so was, um, what the heck's his name? Danny Glover. What, Danny Glover what, was in this what, movie. I have no idea what this movie is. Dude, if you're telling me you've never seen Angels in the Outfield, oh, oh, our dude. friendship oh, is okay, over. okay, okay, okay. This, I wasn't even thinking about that, Angels. That, that and then... That is a... My second, Whoa, my is it second, ma- is it major league? Major league's a great major, one, but I, it's not the one there. I was thinking of. Major league is up there. Rookie of the year. Oh, rookie of the year. That looks good. With, that looks uh, good what what's the character's name? Ah, uh, uh, Harry. No. Uh, I what's his name? his name? Um, I'll look it up real quick. I can't. Because the the coach can't get his name right. Um, and then it's got a uh, Gary Busey in it too. Gary Busey. Yeah. That's that's a fantastic movie. What about you? Ba- favorite baseball movies? Major League is definitely up there. Major League, even Major League Two is pretty good. Um, uh, League of Their Own is definitely up there. That's probably one of my favorites. Um, oh, Henry. Oh, Henry, Henry Rowan Gartner. Oh my god, Henry. I'm gonna watch that movie tonight because it's actually fantastic. Only got 35 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. How? Oh my gosh, it's a great movie. I mean, a lot of it doesn't make sense, it's but it's still fantastic. fantastic. Oh man! All right, let's see what else. Uh, hockey movies. There's a pretty. There's a couple of yeah, hockey I mean, movies. Yeah. I um. Mean, I guess the one with the Olympics. I mean, I'm not a huge hockey. No, I know. Person. Um, like Bert over here, but you should be the one. Yeah, no. About I mean, there's not too movies. many like great. I mean, like Mighty Ducks, but I mean, they're not. Like, oh, the Mighty Ducks, the Knuckle Puck, bro. Yeah, I mean, that's you know that's going back. A All right, bit, now but. here's here's the real topic of conversation. Favorite basketball movie? Because there's a lot, man. Favorite basketball? I mean, Hoosiers. Hoosiers. Was oh, that was fantastic. a good one. That was like Gina. Glory Road. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Glory yeah. Road. Uh, Coach Carter. Coach Coach Carter. That was one I was thinking about. I mean, that. the original Air Bud. That, that was <laughs> like, actually what I was just thinking about bringing up the Air Bud movies. <laughs> like a recount like Air Bud basketball. I mean, realistically, <laughs> Dude, those you could put them up so there for good. any sports movie. Those movies were so but good. Now, 
I mean, do you consider Space Jam? Space, Space Jam's a basketball movie. White man can't jump. He got game. Hoop dreams. I mean, come on, man. Like, there's so many. I mean, semi-pro. You ever seen semi-pro? Semi-pro. Semi-pro oh, yeah, one. that one's funny. The the goat of all basketball movies, like Mike. Gotta be like Mike, dude. Oh, I that still remember watching that so as a kid. Wow. Calvin, uh, what the heck's his last name? Calvin something. I don't know. Man. But he puts on Michael Jordan's shoes and he just goes to town. But, um, okay. but yeah, hockey Yeah, hockey ones, I definitely think Mighty Ducks and like... Mighty uh, Ducks. Miracle. Fantastic. I mean, Miracle. Mir- miracle, that's the one I was thinking of. Miracle yeah. is just... And for some reason, I'm too- thinking Dream On, but like that's the name of the Aerosmith song in the movie. So <laughs> no, that's that yeah. So miracles, obviously, definitely. But yeah, Air Bud's got to be up there. I mean, anyway, I know we got a little sidetracked. Oh there, my gosh, uh, very sidetracked. But I think they should do it sooner rather than later to benefit the players. And like you mentioned, they can also benefit financially too. It seems like yeah, saying there's. Do it I too. don't see any reason not to do. And it, it just seems silly that these players, like they, you know, unless there are obviously it happens yeah, every year. They, there's there's dumb there's there's players. gonna be guys that are gonna abuse it and yeah, do and dumb stuff. Especially like um, who was uh, was it Randy Gregory or who was the guy that got um? I think it was Randy Gregory. Randy, who just keep who was the guy who ki- Lawrence Demarcus Lawrence? No, no, no. Who's the guy who quit on the Cowboys because he just wanted to smoke weed? Hold on. Oh, uh. I don't know, man. There was so didn't uh, Ricky Williams also? He wasn't he? Didn't he go play CFL? Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's because he wanted to just do a bunch oh, of drugs. Oh, David Irving, Cowboy defensive lineman David Irving. He is. quit football. He posted an Instagram video. He was a D lineman for the Cowboys. Who yeah, he's like, wasn't there an was offensive lineman pick. that on the Miami or something? He got drafted like pretty. He was pretty good, and but he was there was a picture or videos of him smoking. Oh, Laramie Tuttle with the mm-hmm. gas mask. Yeah, yeah, in the draft. Yeah, he's projected like yeah. top five, and he went like. And he dropped like 14, 13 or something. Yeah, 13, yeah 14, Miami. A video of him smoking a gas mask came out the night of the draft. So, But yeah, David Irving, he went on his Instagram live, his IG live, and uh, wow, went on and said he quitted football. He quit. Wow. He was quitting football because uh, he just wanted to smoke weed. So, Wow. I mean, but I mean the man, he knows he, what he wants, but I, mean, yeah, he's I can't say I agree with it. Oh, no. But like I'm saying, I mean, guys like that obviously shouldn't be allowed to play in the league, but like. If you're doing it, you know, on a limited basis where, you know, it's controlled and it's it really helps out players. Absolutely. Instead of them abusing Contro- it. Control like, it. Yeah. Make your money off it. Monitor it. Like, I mean, you still have to drug test make sure dudes aren't dropping acid and playing football. Well, well of course. But yeah. that's what I'm saying. I mean, going back to the um, to the basketball conversation, I mean, now it's stuck in my head, I guess. I don't know. Um, what do you think about Space Jam 2 with Giannis? Or uh, Giannis. Giannis. LeBron. LeBron. I'm yeah. I think it'll be all right. Yeah, obviously, I don't think it's gonna be anything like the first. Dude, I, I think I don't know. I don't. I think LeBron should wait until he's until he's done. Yeah, because I mean, like, I don't. I mean, well, he's got the show. With the, I'm kind of trashing the on the, one of the best basketball players of all time here. But like, I feel like the dude is doing so much. It's hard to focus on that. Basketball. It's hard to focus on basketball. Like you say, you're focused on basketball, but at but the same time, really? like, are you really? Because yeah, he has. You've movie, got so many sponsorships he's got the and movie so much of this out. and so he's, much of that, and he's the executive producer of this and that. He's got exactly, that school and that's what I'm saying. He's Which, got like, the shot. He's got that show on HBO. I don't shop. get me wrong. I think he's a fantastic guy. I think he's great for not only basketball, but I think he's great for the world. I mean, like you said, he opened up that school in Akron. Mm-hmm. He's doing such great things. But is there a point where you're doing too much? I mean, I know. With my job, I mean, I'm kind of comparing myself to LeBron here, I guess. Oh, but my job, like, I get tired. I get burnt out. Uh-huh. And I don't even, like, I don't work year-round. Yeah. But you're telling me that LeBron, with everything that he does, never gets burnt out a little bit or doesn't ever for a second question if he still wants to play basketball? Yeah. He's got to, right? Yeah, he's tough. He's 34 years old, 35 he's years old. Getting, and he's yeah. got kids. And I'm like, how do you – how are you able to come – uh, compartmentalize yeah. it's gotta that much to where you're saying, you know what? I'm it's gonna... a good question. It's honestly, it's a good question because you you don't know you don't we don't know the answer. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, nobody I guess will really ever truly know what LeBron is thinking besides LeBron. Because mm-hmm. um, at the same time, you know, he's got to come out and say the right things. Of course, yeah, he can't. Just he can't come out and say, yeah, I'm, I'm tired. Not, yeah, like, I'm not focused on. Or like, no, I'm pissed basketball. at my teammates. Like, he can't come yeah. out and say that. You no, can't. I don't want to trade all the young players and get Anthony Davis. <laughs> I mean, he, he kind of did, to, but... Um, anyway, I think we should try to shift gears now to um, a little uh, NBA action. Get to the Dude, hardwood. I've been I, dreading having And I wonder why Matt's been dreading this conversation. I really it. do. Because, um, what do you... Uh, do you the think Bucks should, have lost three straight for the first, first time, time all year. All, 
Free you want to start in the Eastern Conference, or you want to you want to start out west with? The Let's Golden start out State. west. We talked a yeah. lot about the East last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, we haven't I mentioned was too much about a lot State. of stuff, so I'm not. Hey, well, try man, you want to talk about owning up to your mistakes, man? I mean, I, I I'm raising my hand on this one. I mean, I thought Portland had enough firepower to get the, you know, at least five or six, maybe even seven games. I would have loved that, man. And, just, I really and they would've. just they bow out in Game Four in overtime, and they blow a double digit lead in Game Two. How many games did in they blow? Game three, three, three games. in Game Four. Three games. In three they last three games had a double digit lead in Oakland and on their home court twice, which obviously you know, like we mentioned, like Portland is not a not an easy place to play at. You know, they got a rowdy crowd up there in um yo so, and, in Portland. And it's, and it's crazy. Just, listen to this stat. Just okay. listen to this. I'm listening. Bye. Golden State Warriors swept the Portland Trailblazers. Yep. Despite trailing for more minutes in the series than they led. Wow! How ridiculous really? is that? They trailed for a hundred and one minutes out of hundred and eighty-four. That's insane. They led for eighty-three. That's they that's, trailed that's, for about twenty more minutes than they led. Well, that just shows you the firepower they have because KD didn't play. It's didn't insane. KD, Kevin Durant, Durant did not play, Durant a, did not play, play a, minute. a minute. He didn't play didn't a minute. Play a Boogie Cousins minute. did not play a minute. I don't expect to see Boogie. I know. Truthfully, saying, he, I don't when to he's see him. healthy, he's arguably a top five center, and KD's arguably the best player in the NBA. Absolutely. I think it just goes to show, I mean, Steph Curry was just unbelievable. Yeah, he was, I mean, that's, I think, because everybody's kind of been saying, oh, you know, KD's the best player in the Warriors now. Like, they don't really, like, Steph's whatever. Yo, you are, anybody who says anything negative about Steph Curry at this point is just not watching. Yeah. Because what Steph Curry's able to do is, one, his talent's undeniable. You can't Mm -hmm. deny the man's got extreme talent. But then for him to get top two, top three player in the NBA in Kevin Durant and kind of take a back seat. Yeah. I don't want to say back seat because that's probably not even the right word. But for him to almost defer to Durant mm-hmm. is, I mean, I think that says more about his game than anything. Right. Because he's still going out there and, I mean, no. Like, if you have four superstars on your team like they have – then of course your numbers aren't going to be fantastic. Right. But we're so focused as a as a culture and as a fan base now on numbers and you know who made who fall and shimmies yeah. and like whatever ankle breakers. Right? Then the fundamentals and what you're able to do as a team, and that's why I think like what pisses people off so much about the Warriors is because they watch them and they they look for the flash and they look for the. Steph Curry pulling Ooh, up yeah, from the logo, and they, the they look. Yeah. They're looking for stuff that you don't appreciate, mm-hmm. and or they're not looking. They're not. They're looking at that stuff as what they appreciate. They're not looking at wow, Steph Curry made a great pass, or somebody else was playing extremely good defense, which mm-hmm. led to a steal, which led to a great pass, which led to a great shot. They're they're not looking for that, and it's. I mean, that's what I like to see, and that's yeah. why, like. I mean, yeah, I want the Warriors to lose for my own selfish reasons. Well, of course. I mean, I think anybody who's not a Warriors fan would like yeah. to see somebody else come out of the West like, if they have come out the past it, five It's years. fine if you want to watch them lose. It's fine to, like, I mean, quote-unquote hate what they do, like, whatever. But at least appreciate it. Yeah, man. At least appreciate who they are, what they're doing, how they're playing, and just appreciate basketball. Because mm-hmm. people don't, man. Like yeah. especially people our age, I don't think they appreciate it. And I mean, I don't know who knows after this off season who knows who's going to be left. Because Steph's obviously going to be there, but you know we're not sure if Clay's going to be there. He might be gone. I don't know, man. I there's really, a good like, chance KD's gone. There's a good chance Boogie's gone. There might even I be. Think, I, th- I personally gone. think KD stays. Really, I think KD. St- Dude, I think KD and Clay are both staying. Mm. I really? think they want to win. I like because especially with. Durant, um, I think he just wants to win. Like, I don't think he, at this point in his career and his life, he doesn't care what people are saying about him. No, he doesn't He wants care. to win. And I don't think going to the Knicks is going to help you win. Mm-hmm. I don't think going to Brooklyn is going to help you win. Even if he now, what I could like, see happening is maybe Portland. Because they're a piece away. Yeah, they're a piece away. Yeah, and him and CJ McCollum are also boys. Yeah, because he was on his podcast. I so I can that see that happening. Um, especially if like they lock Dame in, and Dame lo- yeah he well he just Dame, signed the, he's gonna sign the four year ex- one hundred ninety one million exactly million that's what he's signing so I I can imagine Durant even a one year something two years like I see it happening mm-hmm. I really do like, that's that's a real possibility for me in my eyes um, I don't think anybody else 
would see it that way, but right. personally, that's what I think because, and Giannis has come out and said it too, that he doesn't like the Flash and the city. Like he's yeah. fine in Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee's he's not fine. a huge market. No, but I don't think Durant cares about being in the spotlight. He's got the best of it. He's got the worst of it. Uh-huh. Like, he's had people love him. He's had people hate him. I don't think he cares a lick of what, a lick of what anybody's thinking of him at this point. Well, well, I think even even if you know these guys leave and maybe it's just Curry and Draymond, I think they'll still be fine. I mean, obviously they the won't Warriors. Have to, you mean? Yeah, yeah. The war- I mean, I don't know if they won't be where they were if they don't have Clay and KD. But even if they lose KD and Boogie, if I they mean, lose KD, Boogie, and Clay. I mean, I think they're done. Like, I don't, I don't think they get done. back to the championship. Playoffs, th- maybe. They'll still probably. be a three or four seed in the West. Pro- probably. But I can't imagine they'll be a championship team. I don't see it. It'll be tough. But, I mean, even, let's just say, theoretically, KD and uh, Cousins leaves. I mean, still, like we saw in this series, Steph averaged, through the four games, he averaged 36.5 points. In he had the most points in NBA postseason history by a player in a four game sweep. That's Think about that in absurd. NBA history. Fourth, Kobe had 140. LeBron had 144. Shaq had 145, and Curry in this series against the Trailblazers had 146 points by himself. So I think if him, Clay, and you know you still have Draymond, you still have the role players like you still have Sean, Sean Livingston, you still have like a Kevin Looney who had 12 points and 14 rebounds in Game Seven. Which was critical in you know in the over in coming back and that and taking the game into overtime, I still think the Warriors would still be contenders. But I mean, I mean, I I don't think I don't think Clay's leaving. Like like I said, I don't think Clay's leaving. I think, and like I think he just said the lot. other day, he said I would rather take a championship over third team All NBA or whatever. Oh yeah, you saw that video. Like, he he was pissed. He got, I mean, he was pissed about that because you know how much I don't more blame million, how, him for being that mad. Because you know that's how much you know how much money is he missing missing out on by not thirty making, million dollars. Yeah, yeah like. That was insane. But, like, at the same time, he said, I'd rather have a championship, which, good for you. And he's still going to make, you know... He's still going to make $191 million. million Millions of dollars plus endorsements and all that. Yeah, like, I don't think... Would he have liked the all-NBA team? Of course. But it's not like it's first NBA. But for for him, I really don't think it's about that extra $30 million. Mm -hmm. I think it's more so along the lines of, are you really not appreciating what I do? Mm-hmm. Like, what else do I have to do to show you that I deserve this? Right. I don't think he cares about the money. I mean, when you're making near $200 million, I don't think you care that much about $30 million. I mean, maybe, I mean, sure, it'd probably be nice to have. Maybe he does care about it that much. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's a lot of, I'm out here balling, and just because I'm with Steph and KD and Draymond doesn't mean that I'm some, like, that I suck. Yeah. Like, I'm out here putting in work and doing yeah, and being when, one of the best in my in my he, that's what he said he said he believes he's the best because when clay gets hot man i mean it's it's insane that's, the way this guy can shoot the basketball yeah it's he's absurd. great i mean and do i think i don't know if he can carry a team like you don't know but, if he can ever be that one guy yeah i don't know if he'll ever be the one guy on the team but like a curry is or something yeah like a steph curry but i think he deserves more respect than what he gets yeah no, i mean I, and even like th- years ago people were so uh gung-ho on chandler parsons remember him yeah i remember he had one two good years and it was like oh he's better than this person he's better than clay like, no you're not like he never was and that's the same thing that's kind of what gets me going about like when people talk about terry rozier yeah is terry rozier good sure so is everybody else in the nba yeah, so he's not great like you don't you you haven't proven like if you really were that good, you'd be helping your team make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. Wow. So either like I mean maybe there's politics where you didn't play enough minutes. Sure. Do I think you should have deserved more than what you probably got? Yeah. yeah. But is Terry Rozier the answer for teams? I don't oh, believe yeah. so. Yeah. And that's just what I'm saying with like. Comparing him to Clay Thompson, I mean, is Clay Thompson can he go and carry a team like the Knicks to the playoffs or to the championship? Yeah, I think to the playoffs. Probably not. Yeah. Maybe the playoffs, sure. Is he going to win a championship on his own? Probably not, especially no. with against the teams that they have right now. Probably yeah. not going to get past them. But does he deserve more respect than what he gets? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I want to shift a little focus more to the Trailblazers real quick before yeah, we yeah, get yeah, to the Eastern ahead. Conference Finals. So you kind of brought it up a little bit earlier, but I. Just wanted to get your thoughts. Like, what did you think? Do you think that maybe the Trailblazers, like you kind of mentioned, are like a superstar Dude, away? Or you think they maybe no, just stick with their I, old players that they have? I or? told you exactly what happened, and I personally believe it was lack of experience 
Mm-hmm. And I think it was, um, I don't know I how mean, to phrase I mean, this properly. I think it was lack of experience, and I think it was, I don't want to say being afraid of your opponent, but trying, but not playing your own game. Okay, and yeah, Tom Brady, Tom to Brady said it the best, right? Tom Brady said, "If I, I play my own game." Tom Brady said, "I play my own game. Every time I step on that field, I play the exact same way." Mm-hmm. I don't change the way I play based on For certain anybody, teams. Yeah. Because if I try to play your game, you're better at your game than I am. Uh-huh. You're, you, have, you have the advantage. So he goes out, he plays his game consistently. He doesn't play anybody else's game. Mm-hmm. The, play, the Blazers, I think they got caught in that trap where they tried to play the Warriors game. They got out to a lead. They were playing really good ball oh, yep. when they were playing their game. Then they jump yeah. out to a lead, and, they and they say, you know what? Yeah. We got to... Let's stop doing what we're doing so we can stop them from doing what they do. Mm-hmm. So they tried to get into the Warriors game, and the Warriors are better at what they do than the Blazers are at what the Warriors do. Right. They stopped playing their own game. Yeah. And that's how th- that's truly why, why I think they lost those games, especially the three that they were leading in going, what, in yeah, the fourth the last, quarter? Yeah, yeah. In the last six minutes, they had yeah, some leads. Yeah, times, yep. So I think it was that. I think it was lack of experience. I mean, uh, yes, they're I, a playoff team, I but mean, they're I also... They've never been to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah, that's and I mean, time. with Dame hurt, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I still think they maybe need like another wing player. Cause, I mean, they got uh, Lil Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum, of course. But oh, they're I fantastic. mean, they have some nice pieces down low, like Myers, Leonard, and Zach Collins, Enos Cantor. Like they have a nice couple, you know. They can mix and match with the four and five position, but I think they're like the, a small forward or like you know like a Kawhi Leonard or maybe like a Chris Middleton, somebody who can just like shoot the ball. Chris Middleton would be huge. You know who could shoot the ball consistently for them. Because I mean, you guys, you have like a guy like Mo Harkless who's an okay player, but yeah, he, you know, but, five yeah. points, two taking three shots. You know, you just they don't have like that one defining. Yeah, I think they guy definitely probably shoot. are missing a, a piece or two that even a bench player that could really help them. To get to where they they want to be, um, but then I mean, don't forget that Nurkic was hurt. Yeah, true. Nurkic, Nurkic was hurt. Was hurt which I mean, I mean, which even they didn't have more depth in the four and five position. I just think they're missing. You know, they need a couple more like shooters. Yeah, especially I mean, to match imagine, a team like the Warriors. Can you imagine if they got Kemba Walker? See, but like, I, would he? I mean, is he coming off or the bench? Kawhi? And I think Kawhi would more. Soon. Imagine Kawhi going to Portland. That would be insane. But, like, I mean, I say theoretically they did get Kemba. Like, is CJ playing the th- I don't think he's big enough to play C- the three. I don't know if he's CJ's just, big no. enough to play the three. But, like, you know, maybe not like And I don't s- think Kemba Walker's okay with coming off the bench. And I don't think the Blazers would be would spend that much money for something they already have in Damian Lillard, you know. But. I know. It's just I think they need, like, a guy on the wing that can, you know, really shoot and spread the floor more than, like, a Mo Harkless or, like, an Alfarik Aminu. Can for them. That's right. I mean, I don't blame you. I mean, I don't know. It's if the Warriors stay the the team they are, then they're gonna be hard to beat. They're gonna be hard to beat. But if they lose a piece or two, I mean, I think if they lose a piece or two, that's that's big mm-hmm. for any team in the West, man. Right, of course. And I think especially- even even if it's not like huge on the the stat front or the the numbers front you know like maybe the Warriors perform the same they do with that let's mm-hmm. say they got rid of Jermon Green okay and they stay consistent with their numbers and everything I think teams just go in there with a better mentality almost it's kind of like yeah. a mental game at that point you're like oh they don't have Jermon Green we could play better you know it's just kind of te- the way teams respond and react to mm-hmm. to them losing somebody I mean who knows they might stay completely together and True. we're I mean, gonna be we'll, we'll have to find out. We'll have to watching find out. the same stuff next year. And like, like I think we mentioned last episode, they moved uh, free agencies officially. They said it. Yeah, but they it's announced up a day. Does I that matter? Well, it's up. It's up understand. six hours. I don't. It's just. I don't understand the point of that. I don't know. I don't know. They just announced it's official today. It's up. Yeah, six I saw hours. that too. But like, what? Who does that benefit? Really? Maybe teams out in wet out out on the west coast potentially. I don't know. Maybe you're not waiting as long. Maybe it's. I guess, but I feel like if you're signing that early. Because well, especially for like well, especially for like the East Coast too. Even us, like, you know, it doesn't start at midnight. It could start six p.m. the night before instead of waiting, (laughs) waiting until, you know, waiting till midnight to see who's going where. But that's but what that's what I don't understand, right? If you were signing like as soon as free agency hits, and you sign somewhere, right? Yeah. You already had 
yeah, you already know where in you're your going. mind where you're playing. Yeah. So what? So what does six hours change? Not like it doesn't change anything to me. I don't know. Just Personally. an extra. I think maybe just an extra day for fans. You know. Who knows? But anyway, let's let's um, get out of the Western Conference. Talk. I don't even oh, want to talk come about on. it. I know you want to talk. After, I don't even want to talk about after it. After being so so wrong on the Portland Trailblazers, I am kind of rebounding a little bit with my uh, Toronto and Raptors. I was just wrong about everything. Who? Um, the last time we talked to you guys, it, they were down two one, not looking good. They were, you know, they had it was a, a must win game four for them on their home court. It's you know because they be they would be heading back to Milwaukee down if they were down three one. You know that's they're probably done if they're heading back to Milwaukee down three one. But game four, Raptors surprisingly just come out and just destroy the Bucks one twenty to one oh two. I mean. It was just a great performance from uh, Kyle Lowry, which, I mean, in Game 4, he had, he led the team with 25 points. He carried the team. Leonard had 19. Gasol, who we said we needed to step up in order for them to have a chance, had not had uh, 17 points. Kawhi had an okay game, had 19, but they were they were at such an – they were at, up by so much at, um, at by a certain point that they didn't need him to have that killer instinct like he's shown. So that was game four. I don't want to talk too much about that because we want to talk about game five, which was last night. I don't even want to talk about that either. And honestly, after watching and listening to the broadcast, I mean, the Raptors were down multiple times, down double digits, and they somehow find a way in Milwaukee to win game five, 105-99. Matt, what are your first initial reactions to that game? Um, how dominant Kawhi Leonard is on defense. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about his offensive game. I, he shuts Giannis down. Dude, yeah. Which, yeah. it shouldn't be a surprise, considering of what we've always seen from Kawhi. I mean, when he won the finals MVP in, what, 2014? Mm-hmm. I mean, Spurs, you saw yeah. what he did to LeBron. Yeah. And he, he does it consistently throughout his career. He's probably the best defender in at least one of them in the NBA. So, watching him do that to Giannis is like, one, it's... Again, you have to appreciate it. I don't care if you're a fan of him or not, or want the Raptors to win or lose. How can you not appreciate that defense? Yeah, um, I think the team overall, as a whole, played great, especially did. down and, the stretch. And they're a good defensive team too. Especially, they are. especially a guy like Siakam, who he had one of those games where he was kind of more down than up. He had, I mean, he had 14 points, but he missed 10, 10 shots. He took seven threes, and only made two. But he finished with 14 and 13, and he was great on the defensive end. He had a couple key blocks or a couple, you know, switchovers or rotations where he was stepping in and you know making sure the guy got a contested shot off instead of an uncontested shot off but one of the first things i want to ask you about is like late in the game um Giannis, he the bucks were down at three or four points and it was less almost minute in the game and he um he actually headed to the bench and they showed a replay where the bucks missed a shot uh leonard and antonikupo both went for a rebound and leonard got it and Giannis almost like uh it looked like he might have rolled his uh, right ankle too much and he was limping down the court and he actually got taken out in that last for maybe like 30 seconds until the next time out but do you think it was kind of odd to see a player like Giannis when a series is tied 2-2 on their home court down only three you know it's a one possession game and they take him out just you know to sit on the scores table for 30 seconds um I mean granted they were going they were going back to defense but I mean to take your take you know, so Giannis, who's one of the best players so I, I in the see, league. Personally, I see both sides of it. Um, one, you know, from a fan perspective, and two, from being that player that, I mean, both of us have been in that position before where the game's on the line and mm-hmm. um, you may need to come out for, for a minute or two. And then it's also uh, the, the, the perspective of do I want to come out or not? And personally, me personally, I never want to come out of the game. Right. Ever. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, don't care what happens. Like, I've played through injuries. I've played through broken, broken bones. I've played through ridiculous amount of stuff for games that definitely don't mean as much as the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, of course. Um, I, I think that's... If I'm giving the best assumption that I can, and I hate assuming, um, we all know what assuming does. Of course. Um, that... Maybe one, you have faith in your team. You have right, faith you have, in the rest of your guys. You have faith in the... So the Milwaukee that's, a, does that's have a, possible. Milwaukee does have two, a deep bench. 
the other possible explanation, the kind of, I only see two options. One, you fa- you have faith in your team. The second option is you're playing hesitant because you're saying, all right, uh, do I take Giannis out or put him in? I don't want to get him hurt. You're kind of playing almost scared at that point, mm-hmm. you know, and you're trying to play it. You're trying to play reserved, which in the Eastern Conference Finals, that's well, yeah, not going to get you to win. Arguably, probably the biggest game in Giannis's yeah. career. So to have that decision as a coach on the line of, do I risk my player getting hurt or do I let him do what he does? If I am the coach of Milwaukee, I'm leaving Giannis on the floor. Mm-hmm. I said it when Philly was in Game Seven against Toronto that none of those guys should have come off the court, not even for a minute. Right. Because if you go down, yeah. you go down with your best. You don't yeah, leave like anything on the table. You don't leave anything up in the air that says, if Giannis was in the game, would we have won? Like we saw multiple times in the Philly series when like Embiid or Butler would go out, Toronto would go on a little run, yep. and Philly wouldn't just be able to make it up. They wouldn't be able to but find a shot. But in Game 7, they didn't come off the floor. Mm-hmm. So that's what I find weird. When the game's on the line, do you want to go down with your best, or do you want to take your best out and say, okay, we lost, but if Giannis wasn't... that Saying what if doesn't help you. Yeah. It doesn't. So I'm hoping it was because there was faith in the team. Mm-hmm. Because, I, mean, I mean, it's not like he was so injured where he went and sat on the bench or went to the locker room. He went straight yeah. to the scores table like he was going to check in next exact. time so out. I don't. I mean, I don't know the reasoning on it. I really I mean, don't. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not Giannis saying, yo, tap me out for a sec. Because to me, that's... Uh, yeah, and when you're a big superstar like that, I mean, that is just a tough look. But, yeah. I mean, especially... And, um, I However, mean, I, Raptors, do, I do have to add that I can't stand Drake. I'm so oh, freaking dude, tired I know, of Drake, I'm so dude. done with him, too. I'm I mean, so tired of him. Oh, my god. Then just constantly showing him back oh, in Toronto, just at, at the Jurassic Park where the fans at, watch the like, shot watch up. Game 5 yeah, outside. When did you become the spokesperson for the Toronto Raptors? Like... Like, do you think the players get annoyed by that? Oh, you think Kawhi sure. Leonard's oh, sitting there? I'm sure, and like, I'm sure Kawhi wants somebody nothing. get this dude out of my face. That, honestly, that might be that could be a reason why maybe Kawhi would leave, so he doesn't have to deal with Drake's BS dude. when he's playing there 41 times a year plus the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. I, like, you know. if it was me again, like, man, I compare myself to NBA players a lot, don't I? Um, but if it was me and I'm on the court, like, I didn't want my own mother in the stands watching me play. Yeah, but I mean, that's I just, couldn't stand it. Like that's just a little too. That's just you being a little too much. But. No, but like, but my dad was the coach. Never had a problem with that. Like, yeah. did I butt heads with him because oh, he was my dad? Yeah. But like, when I'm playing, I want to focus. Like, I need to focus on nothing but the game. And maybe that's just me. Maybe somebody else has got a different opinion. But even when I'm playing a pickup game, like, I don't want to bring my girlfriend to the park so she can watch me play basketball. Like, I want to play basketball, I want to play basketball. Mm-hmm. And that's on a, like that's at the park for fun. Yeah, that's not When Eastern I'm locked into the Eastern yeah. Conference Finals, do I want to see Drake's freaking face on the screen? Mm-hmm. Or have him with his hands on my coach's shoulders? Yeah. That's annoying. I, can, I honestly could not believe, I could not fathom that. When, that, that would, video of him, dude, when, he, when he went over to Nick Nurse and just started like rubbing his shoulders for seconds, that, was mind-boggling. I can't it. believe nobody has like but like Adam you also, Silver but get, you also gotta think he's got like his own office he's in in, in um dude. not Air Canvas Center I can't remember but what do you have mind. to do with the team if you wanna be a hype man great do it on your own terms mm-hmm. get off the bench mm-hmm. get off the sideline sit there and enjoy the game you wanna cheer you wanna boo great don't get involved that's my issue with it mm-hmm. That that's my problem. I mean, I like and feel free to disagree. No, no, no. I'm I'm on the side with you. Sorry, I, mean, I think it's ridi- I think it's a little ridiculous. I think it's I think it's ridiculous the way he gets involved because you don't see it really in any other sport, like, not in hockey, not in football. That's not like in baseball. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example here. Like, like a Spike Lee or something. Like I mean, that. Spike. I can't stand Spike or Lee. Like anyway. a Jack Nicholson. They but, said Jack Nicholson back. Yeah, in the Jack day. Nicholson on the late on the sideline with the Lakers back in the day. Or like. Um, Who's a who's a big NFL guy? Like, what do you mean? A big NFL fan, a celebrity or something? Like, would you want a celebrity on the sidelines? Like, no. hey, uh, dude, you threw a bad interception. Like, shut up! Yeah. You're not part of the team. Get away from me. Yeah, it would be like almost somebody almost compared it to like how would he feel like if somebody did that to him when he's yeah. performing? Like, hey, uh, you're that's I'm booing your fans. I'm cheering for your like that's frustrating that's to me. 
but anyway, let's get back to the core where the action was. And I, I know you mentioned this. So tired a, of talking. I know, about I know, I know, I know you're not doing great. Mainly just because I'm wrong, and I know. but like, I'm also but just no, annoyed. something you were right about. Uh, we mentioned, I think, either last episode or the episode before, was the Bucks being. You know, they've been playing great these playoffs. They were 9-1 heading into this series, but you did mention that they do at times just they just, they just disappear on the offense end. They and, do. I mean, I, totally, I noticed that. that. I noticed that. Come, You definitely noticed that in Game 5. They were way too inconsistent on the offensive end. Absolutely. Many, I mean, they twice. They were up by 14 at the end of the first. Toronto, they, you know, they allowed themselves to come back in the game. Um, late in the third... Hang on, I got it. In the third quarter, Bucks. You know they they were only up by a couple at halftime. Then they go on a fourteen to five run to start the third. They take a sixty three to fifty one lead. Yep. After only being up forty nine forty six at halftime, and then what do you know? Toronto, you know, right back Bucks in. take their foot off the gas. Almost similar to Portland, they take their foot off the gas a little bit. You know. See, but I, Portland's issue. I don't know if Portland's issue was a. I think the Bucks' issue is the they lack just, of offensive rhythm. They just yeah. They have a they have a weird rhythm. If they're not getting out in transition. Like, and you can kind of see it when they're in the half-court offense. I mean, don't get me wrong. They're not a bad half-court offense team. Mm-hmm. But when they're in the half-court, there's times where they're stagnant. or It's like, yeah. it's like who wants the ball? And who yeah, wants the ball? Should yeah, I, I take and this it, shot? Do you want to take the – but for Portland, it's like – I mean, they're getting quality shots. They're just missing them. Yeah, like, they're just – it's, it's, it's very different because, at least to me, because when Portland's playing, they're kind of – like I said, they're, one, trying to play the Warriors game, and two, they're like – Hey, I mean, I'm trying to shoot. I'm just missing. Like they're not getting either quality looks or I don't know what it is. But then with Milwaukee, it's kind of like, oh, Chris Middleton, you want that's, you want the shot? That's, oh, I'll take the shot. I'll, actually, I'll take it. I'll take it. And he's like, are you sure, man? Yeah, yeah, I'll take the shot. They don't know what's going on. There's no fluid I, rhythm there. That's who I wanted to bring up. I mean, Chris Middleton, arguably their second best player. I mean. Yeah, he had 10 rebounds and 10 assists last night, which is great and all, but he had six points shooting two. He only took nine shots, and he was 0-2 from three when, you know, you have guys like Eric Bledsoe taking 14 shots. Malcolm Brogdon taking 17 shots. I mean... 17 shots for Brogdon's a lot. I mean, I know. They talked about it a little bit um, in the postgame show with um, the NBA TNT guys, um, Charles, Shaq, Kenny, and EJ. They were talking about... You know, Chris Middleton needed, to, especially Shaq was saying Middleton, who's like, like I said, they're arguably second best player. He needed to take a couple more shots, be more assertive. Yeah, guys that's like what Brogdon, I'm saying. Nobody's he's, assertive on that team because even though Brogdon's good, I mean, he's more of a role player. Yeah. Where Middleton's seen as nobody's he is that assertive guy. when they're not in transition. That's, I mean, I guess that's the word I was looking for. They're not assertive. They're really not. Even Giannis, I mean, he can he, if he wanted to, he could score at will probably. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, but they're not. He's not a. He's not an assertive player. He's so much better in transition. Because mm-hmm. when they get to the half court, they're like stagnant. I mean, I think Milwaukee would be an amazing team for Kemba Walker. You think so? I think because you he think Bledsoe just Kemba Walker is the definition of what I think a point guard should be. He mm-hmm. can shoot. He can pass. He mm-hmm. knows when to take charge. He can lead a team. He can lead a team. He led, like he led UConn to the like, uh, and I think Giannis would definitely defer benefit. to Kemba, and he would benefit from. It. I think that's that's an interesting take the ball Kemba. out of Giannis's hands yeah, a little bit yeah. to put the ball in Giannis's hands a little bit. Plus, you still have like Miracic at the four. You still have Lopez Dude. at the five. Plus, you Kemba know, Walker. Ilyasova. You heard it here first. Go to Milwaukee. You have Ilyasova, Hill coming off the bench, but actually. That's is he, great. He's that's a free agent, right, Kemba? Yes, he is. Yeah, that's is he great. That's great. No, I think he's unrestricted. But that's a great transition because I want to get into bench points because that's something early on in the series. Milwaukee's we talking bench about dominated yep. this series. Past two, definitely two games, maybe even three games. Bucks have been. They've been the ones that have been dominated in the uh, bench points. In game five, they were out. The Raptors bench outscored the Bucks thirty-five to fifteen. Wow. Um. Mir, uh, Nikola Mircic and uh, Ersani early silver for the Bucks. They played 20 minutes total. They combined, they played total 20 minutes. Zero points, 0 for 5 from the field, and going 0 for 4 from downtown. So they were just not connecting. And then you have guys on the Bucks, especially most notably, I mean, our boy Fred Van Fleet, plus 28. Don't even mention that. Went 20, all, of his butt, all of his points were from downtown. He went 7 of 9 from three-point range. He's 10 of 12 his last two Shut games. Up. Hey, hey, come on. I'm just giving you facts here. I mean, yeah, Toronto's yeah, bench, yeah. like I like I said before Toronto's the series, bench, I thought their I, bench would have to step up at some point, and they're showing it in games four and five when they needed it the most, when they were absolutely. down 2-1. 
and they tie it, and when they go up 3-2, their bench has come through clutch. I mean, Ibaka, Ibaka this game, he had six points and six rebounds, but in game four, he was crucial, even though they did have they won convincingly. He was a big part of it. They had 17-13. and 13. Last episode, we had a little debate about Powell and Danny Green. Powell had 18 points off the bench, and Fred Van Fleet in game four had 13. And in this game... Powell, uh, Ibaka, and Van Fleet all contributed at least six points, and they were just crucial in order to getting the Raptors a victory. I mean, I don't know what what else I can say. I mean, without the performance of Van Fleet, they're nowhere near in this game because he made seven. He made almost half of their three pointers. He made him yeah. and him and Kawhi combined made seven, twelve of their seven, eighteen uh, three pointers, which actually, uh, by the way, is the most they've made in franchise history in the playoffs. The Raptors. Okay. Eight, Eighteen is just, is the most they have uh, made in the, their history. Wow! But so I want to, and I mean I know we're kind of moving really quick and kind of all yeah. over the place, but I want to move on to something a little bit mainly because it has to do with podcasting. Okay. So did you hear about Josh Hart and Gilbert Arenas? Uh, yeah, he was on his podcast. Right? So Josh Hart, if you didn't know, Villanova. Hey, shout out because that's where the zone started. Villanova, yeah, go Cats! There we go. Um, we love Josh Hart. Let's just get that kind of straight. As a Lakers guy too, big hot, big Josh, Josh Hart, guy. Hart. He will not be. So what happened was Josh Hart on the Lakers. Right, he went on Gilbert Arenas' podcast and he said um, something about the guys like the media who've never played professional sports said. People you who never hooped before, played basketball before, but use analytics and bullshit to analyze the game. Thoughts on that? I thought it was kind of an interesting concept because I saw people on Twitter and online saying that he almost just basically described the Lakers' new head coach, Frank Vogel, because he's never played basketball yeah. and uses analytics a lot exactly. for his that's, play. And that's kind of what's starting this whole thing is because that's his new coach right there. But, I mean, obviously, I don't think he was specifically targeting Frank Vogel, obviously. But what do you think of his opinions? Like, I don't think he was targeting Vogel either, but what do you think of his opinions? I mean, opinions? I think he's got a point, but, I mean, you also do have, you know... I think, but, so here's what, and you could tell me if I'm wrong or tell me if you think differently. Okay. The point I think he was trying to make, right, was... It's very different for somebody to really know the game, come in, coach at this level, find success in it, and then for somebody else in the media, reporter, journalism, whatever you want to call it, go up there and criticize a a professional athlete. Mm -hmm. You're on two different sides of the ballpark there. Frank Vogel is working with them. He's teaching them. He's learning every day, and he's actively trying to be better. But the media is just kind of coming in, and I mean, yeah, we we notice the the good things players do, but most of the time we're looking at the negatives of players, and people who especially who've never played basketball before to come in and say you're doing this wrong, you're acting like this, you're doing yeah. this wrong, you should do that. I can see Josh Hart's point. You don't want somebody who's never done something professionally coming in and say, oh, here's the data. That's like, and especially with. Um, and I mean, I'll use my profession. Like, if I'm a teacher, right, I don't want somebody who's never taught in a school system or middle school kid, high school kid. I don't care what. Like, if you've never taught, to tell you how to but do you've your done job. data on stuff, yeah. and you should teach this way. You should, okay, you come into my school and teach the kids then. Yeah. You deal with some of the stuff that I have to deal yeah, with, and then you can tell they me don't, how to Yeah, teach. they don't know your kids. They don't exactly. know. Exactly. So your you students. don't know. The media does not know what it's like. And we started talking about this in episode one when Mike was here about fans and talking to players. If you do not know what something's like, mm-hmm. don't criticize it. Mm-hmm. Well, I also think Vogel Wild. But, like, I'm, I, I'll rephrase. You can criticize it. Right. You can. Okay. We criticize, I mean, I've criticized people on this podcast. Right? Of course. You can criticize somebody. But you got to have evidence to but back it one, up. One, have evidence to back it up. And two, acknowledge the, the positives as well as the, the negatives. Yeah, you can, and you I think that's something sides. at least I, on this podcast, try to do. Uh huh. Um, like, do have I talked crap about Kyle Lowry? Yeah. Which also, go Cats. I don't know if we've ever mentioned him as a Villanova no, guy. No, he is. But I've definitely he, criticized but especially him. He's, oh, he's but received, when he when he kills it, like, you like have in to, last game, yeah. You have like to acknowledge four. it. You have to acknowledge what he's doing. So you have to at least be a man and say, Kyle Lowry, you play like crap sometimes, but yeah, you, you also killed it. Yeah, like in game four, if he doesn't show up with his team high 25, you know, yeah. maybe the Raptors still win, but it's not as easy. Maybe it's a four or five point win. It's not a 18 point lead like it was because, you know, 
yeah, he had 25 points, but he was also 10 of 10 from the line. I yeah. mean, he was crucial so in getting those that's buckets. that's just what, what I'm saying. It's kind of like, look, you can criticize, but to get up there and and – I think there's also a big difference between constructive criticism or like um, just going statistical at criticism yeah. and coming at somebody. Buddy. Like, like I I specifically don't think he was talking about Frank Vogel. If I, I don't, guess. I, like, don't I, either. I just That's think the media is just trying to ruin it because but, you know Frank Vogel. He's been an assistant. He was an assistant um, starting in 2001. I mean, he was an assistant for 10 years, and then he was with the Pacers for five, and he was with the Magic for a few years. So, you know, this guy's got experience. He knows what he's talking about. It's maybe not like a, like a guy like Brad Stevens who just, you know, came in a league out of college or something and has never coached in the NBA. Like, yeah. maybe that would so, be a difference in So area. this is Josh Hart's full quote. You got a bunch of people who never hooped before doing all this analytics and bull. I won't say it again. We've trained our whole lives. We're adults. We try to be professional about it. And you're telling me this dude that's 45 who never played, that never had an athletic bone in his body, is going to tell me how to play basketball? What are you going to tell me that I don't know already, that I'm not working on? I mean, that is kind of interesting, though, because Frank Vogel is 45. So, I mean, so maybe he was coming at Frank Vogel. But I, I don't mean, know. But then it's like, you know, the guy's been in a – he was an assistant for 10 years, and he's been a head coach in the NBA – in you know, in the National Basketball that's, League I mean, for maybe years. Maybe it's, it's taken a little bit out of context of the whole show. I don't really know. Because I didn't listen to it yet, um, but at the same same time, I, I I see his point, man. I really do. No, I I get it. Like, but, but, you also but what I'm also saying yeah. is, there's there, like I said, there's a big difference between constructive criticism and um, construct like criticism based off fact and stats, as opposed to. Somebody in your post game interview say, "Hey, you really suck tonight," or yeah, "Hey, you, you should really... do this more." Why don't Why don't you play down in the post more? Like, because it's not what I like. It's not what I. Yeah, it's not, it's not my yeah. game. It's not my game. Yeah. So, but it's it's different. Like, if somebody has never played before, I mean, it's tough, you, I know. you would take something negatively too. So. And I think that's with any profession. I said no, teaching, I, but like if you're a writer, somebody who's yeah. never written an article, book, segment, column, whatever yeah, you exactly. want to call it, somebody's never written anything and, and said, they try oh, to this, tell this you what to do. writing sucks or you should talk more about this. No, like, How do you okay, know? you, you do it. Yeah. You do it then. Because nobody's perfect in their respective field. Uh-huh. And I think it'll be interesting to see how it plays out, especially with free agency coming That's up in a gonna month. That's going to be interesting. With, I mean, to see what the Lakers do if they trade anybody. But also, they, I, like with the draft coming up in a month too, yeah. if they trade like potentially, like it's rumored they might trade four and a couple guys potentially Josh Hart to get Anthony Davis. So who know? You know, it'll be interesting to see what really goes on I, in this. I next personally month. think. I mean, maybe Josh. I think Josh Hart wants out of L.A. I, I think it's hard to find guys that want to play with LeBron at this point. Yeah. I, I really do, man. Like, I just think that they're not excited to play I with LeBron. Think, I definitely think more in his career than ever it's been guys don't want to play with LeBron than they do want to Yes. Because definitely, like, with his heat days, guys, I'm sure one of them. And also, it's been a topic for his entire career. Michael Jordan made everybody around him better. LeBron has probably better talent than Michael Jordan. Yeah. He does make people better, but to what extent? Yeah, does he really like, make everybody better? Exactly. So I I don't know, man. I mean, and I and I've said it before at this point in his career, I don't think LeBron will ever win another championship. I truly believe that. Um I think it'll be tough. I mean, I, I I think there's a chance, but I mean, I think but they'd have to really get some know, talent. Man. I think they'd have to get some talent, some more superstar talent, which is a possibility. I think even if they got Anthony Davis, well, no, you're not getting it. I mean, maybe if they get Kawhi, maybe Kyrie, but somebody if they I get a star too. I don't too. know. Dude, but then, you, but then I think they also need guys like Clay, guys like KD. That he needs them to but go they, out of the Eastern all, Conference. But they also need guys like Danny Green. I'm not saying Danny Green because he's been playing like crap this series. Oh, really? Guys like noticed. shut up, <laughs> but guys like JJ Redick. Yeah, they guys like uh, spot up guys who just come in. And some shoot. some guy that can come in, Kyle Korver. Kyle he's not a superstar. Yeah. Never been a superstar. No, come in, do what he does, and. 
do your job. Yeah. And I think that's what the Lakers need. And I don't think, especially in young guys, you're not going to have that. Yeah. They need more because veterans. I, yeah, they need more. And it's been more. said before, I think LeBron stunts the growth of some players. I think he really does. Mm-hmm. And I don't think he tries to. I think he really does try to make them better. And probably mentally he makes them better. But physically and... On the court. Yeah. On the court and even like when it comes down to financially. Because... These guys, when you play with LeBron, I feel like a lot of other teams see it as, oh, you're only this good because you're playing with LeBron, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't think – I think he – like guys like Rondo, Lance Stevenson, I think are great for a team with LeBron. But young guys, Josh Hart, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, I don't think they're good with LeBron. I don't think he's a good fit for young players. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think it's tough. I definitely think he needs more establishing veterans. I mean, and I think it will be – even more important next season than maybe it was this season because um, coming off that injury that, you know, kept him out, what, almost 20 games last year? I mean, yep. I, I think it'll be interesting to see where how they go because, I mean, the Lakers, when he went out, they were 28-29, and 29, which, you know, barely floating above 500. But, I mean, then they went on to lose 12 of their next 15. So i think it's crucial but i mean i think we're getting over to an hour, around an hour here so i think we're about to wrap it up um we will have a very special memorial day episode for you coming monday yeah. monday afternoon and we will be recording um game game six raptors bucks let's just go let's give some predictions for game six tomorrow night and saturday Giannis doesn't lose Giannis, Giannis doesn't lose. so you think he, so potentially on memorial day if the bucks extend extend the win game six they will extend game seven which would be on memorial day which we will give a preview for that if necessary if necessary but also the stanley cup finals which i mean uh, i could talk a little bit about is also scheduled for memorial day as well I so mean, that would we'll actually yeah. we could have a game seven eastern conference final and a stanley cup final game i one, think we'll have a memorial game seven day. on memorial so you, day so you I think do. you don't think bucks lose four straight max that's the four Yo, if you lose four straight i mean i think it really if, says, if, if honestly if toronto rattles off four straight that's very impressive that is you, so impressive. you deserve it man good luck take down the warriors good luck yeah, but I, mean, I, I really do think we're gonna have game seven um yeah i think i think Giannis is pissed <laughs> and i think and i think they will respond well yeah they I, have responded well this season um, minus the last two games, mm-hmm. I think they respond well, and I think they get it done. And if, depending on how they look tomorrow, I'll be able to give you my predictions on mm-hmm. Game Seven. Yeah, I think so. I, so I'm actually right there with you. I'm in agreement. I think Milwaukee will pull it out. Maybe similar yeah. to what we saw Game Five, like a four or five point game. Yep. Maybe not double digit leads exchanging like they were last game, but I definitely think it's going to be a back and forth. And game. I, I also mainly think that because Toronto. Yeah, they won three straight, but in, especially in the playoffs, they're not. They don't sustain that type of play very long. Mm-hmm. So I think it's only a matter of time until we see a couple of the, Siakam f- shooting four for twelve, yeah, Lowry shooting three for seventeen. Like, right? I just see them kind of slumping Van, Van a little Fleet bit. Coming back there, Van, down yeah, after yeah. having twenty-one points. So but, I mean, and I also think like I, I but you know, right. we'll see. Maybe I should say that the Raptors are going to win by fifty because I've been wrong the entire playoffs. <laughs> Uh, I'm right there with you. I think Giannis is a little pissed. I think he'll show up a little more. It seems like the past couple games, maybe he hasn't been his dom- like he's been good, but he hasn't been yeah. his dominant self. I think he needs to. I yeah, think get um, back to it. Maybe Miracic will show up. Maybe their bench will definitely show up, even since they've been outplayed the yeah. past couple games. You're they'll right. show up, and I think Middleton will show up and hit a couple Let's timely hope. threes. So Let's hope. that'll be game six. I think Bucks extended to seven. So I think that, that's. Uh, I think that's a good place to wrap it up. So everybody have a wonderful, fun, uh, safe Memorial Day. Uh, I mean, I think that's really it. Enjoy. I mean, if you're going to the beach, enjoy. If you're going to the city, enjoy. Make good decisions, of course. Make smart choices. Be smart. Make good decisions. All right, um, Enjoy your Memorial Day. We'll see you Monday afternoon. We'll see where we stand if we have a Game 7 or if we're talking about the Raptors playing the Warriors. All right. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you, guys. Have a good one.